Saturdays are not just for the boys. They're for college radio. You're listening to 90.3 WMSC Upper Montclair. Hi, I'm your host Yasmin Yamaz, and welcome to the very first episode of Yaz Uncensored, where we're all about hearing and telling stories. For today's episode, I'm featuring a sound check interview I did with my friend Jay, aka Shana K. Let's cut to the clip. Hi, welcome back to another episode of Soundcheck. I'm your host, Yasmin Yamaz, and today's guest is a singer and producer here from the East Coast. His name is Shona AK. Hey, my name is Shona AK, and you're listening to 90.3 WMSC. Before we get into it, how are you doing? Pretty good. Um, I just released the Midnight Moon EP, so I'm feeling pretty great about that. Plus, I'm working on a remix of Unlock It by Charlie XCX right now, so. All right. Good vibes all around. How about you? <laughs> Pretty good vibes. I gotta say, today I was shocked by the weather. My weather app was saying it was gonna rain. So I'm like, that's all right, because I'm gonna be inside all day. I got classes all day. So when I saw the great weather, I'm like, really? Because tomorrow I'm off from classes and it's going to pour. I'm like, Oof. oh my god. But this interview is saving the day because, once again, like you said, good vibes. So you mentioned your EP, Midnight Moon. Well, we dive right into it. Let's talk about a bit of your backstory. You started making music back in 2014 under the name Pixel Vision. Then by 2015, your artist name became Shona K. What is the meaning behind your new artist name? So my mom, as like, you know, growing up, uh, Shona is a tier, term of endearment in Urdu and Desi culture, I guess. I'm not like, I, I didn't know ever since I was young, she called me Shona and K uh, it has a double meaning because K is for her last name and uh, it's also for Cruella because, you know, they were the reasons why I started producing. So I kind of wanted that as part of like my musical identity. So Shona and then K, but then she also would call me Shona every so often. So it just came together like that. And I just figured it, it, it kind of rolls off the tongue a bit, Shona K. Yeah, 100%. And that's interesting. So you said that you really started kicking off your career with inspiration from Cruella, excuse me. What about them like inspires you? Or what about them influences your work? I think uh, not not even just them, but also Kashmir as well from, you know, Kashmir, like formerly of the Cataracts. Um, just seeing, you know, South Asians dominate uh, electronic music I'm like oh I want to do that I, I remember like the first time I heard a live on the radio I like not to sound over dramatic but I actually like cried a little because I'm like wow this is just an insanely beautiful song right. and like their their voices are amazing and like the production's great and I kind I just really want to do this mm-hmm. and from then on from you know not a couple months later I you know I bought FL studio and you know I just took off from there by any chance, are you first generation? I think. I, I, well, yes, I okay. think. Yeah, because my, my mom and my dad uh, immigrated here. Okay, cool. Yeah, because I was, I was wondering because I feel like, especially with first generation, um, from my experience and from a lot of my friends' experience, um, we're raised in a more traditional household. So, like, pursuing a career in the arts, there's, like, this negative stigma. By any chance, did you experience that challenge when you started pursuing a career in the music industry? Oh, 100%. I <laughs> I remember, like, the first summer I really got into making music was 2014, and I was living with my grandparents at the time. 
And I remember walking in on my uh, my grandpa, just like, I think he was talking to my grandma. He's like, he can't do music. That's not a, that's not a, a career option for us. And I mean, I love my grandfather, you know, rest his soul. I, 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 he's like, like the, the, like, I don't know how to like phrase this properly, but like, you know, I mean, he's like the patriarch of the family. You know, I've always looked up to him growing up and I kind of wanted to prove him wrong. You know, (laughs) I kind of wanted to be like, you know, I'm one day I could make this a career, you know, who knows? Yeah, and going now back to your music, uh, back in 2017, you released your album, Neon Nights. And when I first listened to that, and then listening to your new EP, Midnight Moon, I've seen that you've increased your vocal presence. What inspired you to take this approach with this EP? So I, over the years since Neon Nights came out, I just really wanted to put more of myself into my music because when I put Neon Nights out, I felt like it was rushed because I was like, it's a beat, here, we're done, put it out. Um, with, you know, I, I originally released a an EP back in 2019 called 621 that I recently just took off of streaming services because I just did not like it. Mm-hmm. And I kind of took a similar approach with how I approached Neon Nights to the 621 EP in that it was just over rushed and that like the moment you listen to it you're like there's a lot of there's a lot of mistakes in this <laughs> like i don't know how this made it onto streaming services but like i think obviously one cruella i mean that's the big thing i really <laughs> love <laughs> and i will go back to them so many times i think during this interview <laughs> uh like them dev who is just like one of my biggest musical inspirations um if you remember like a g6 you know yes 100 uh, percent her, her album, uh, The Night the Sun Came Up, was just like one of, it, it was an album that I de- that I listened to like a lot throughout my formative years when it came to music taste. And I think without her and Cruella and the Cataracts, I just wouldn't be the musician that I am today. Or I don't even think I'll be making music without them. And so I, I think I really just wanted to try to be like them. You know, I mean, if they are able to, you know, do production and sing, I want to do that too. And so I did it. <laughs> yeah, because I could see the the gradual shift uh, with their single. I think it was Morning Sun and Love. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I mean, wow, I just stuttered really badly. Um, so <laughs> I, I remember like the first single that I had released was with vocals was it was called I Know Better back in. 2019 when I first released it I released it like three times and the second version was just taken off streaming but the first single version I think I just kept it up there because I'm like I want people to see the progress between I know better and know better which is on the Midnight Moon EP and I think when you know when when Morning Sun was in the works it was like right when the pandemic started and so I was like, I'm home a lot. I can just practice, you know? Okay. So I, I did Morning Sun and then I did Undercover and then I did uh, Milky Way. And then Love was, it, it, it was, I, I think, um, unfortunately the, the person, the, the guy that's featured on it, Tsunami, uh, is a friend of mine who unfortunately passed away last year. And so, thank you. <laughs> he, he was, you know, like a really big inspiration to me when I first moved uh, to Connecticut because um, I was already producing by that time. And so when I moved back to my old hometown in Connecticut, my old friends were like, oh, there's this guy here 
His name's Gary. He's super cool. He makes he makes music too, and I, we we became like the best of friends. And he definitely taught me a lot of what I know now. And um, last or two years ago, two years ago, twenty eighteen, uh, he sent me this demo called Love, mm -hmm. and I was like, I want to be on this so badly, and. I sent him some vocals. He, he tried to work with it. Didn't really work out at the time. And then unfortunately, once everything happened back in July, it was like, I, I really just want to finish that song. Like at the very least, it's the least that I could do. And the, the, I, I think just, you know, him being the artist that he was, it has been pushing me to, you know, try to push limits when it comes to my music. Like I want to, you know, write as much as he did. I want to produce as much as he did. So I think uh, with uh, it's a mixture of Cruella, Dev, The Cataracts, and Sue.Nami. That's awesome. That's awesome. How would you, in general, defy your sound? It's very over-processed, <laughs> <laughs> especially the vocals. I am a sucker for auto-tune. I love yeah. the sound of auto-tune. I love like robotic vocals. I love okay. there being like no variation in the in the vocal track. Although I do want to like try to release more like stripped down stuff maybe sometime soon. Maybe like maybe my upcoming singles will be, you know, a little less auto-tune heavy, but I just, mm -hmm. I, I, I add the autotune on for the effect of it sounding like really cool and robotic just because it just sounds so pleasing to my ears. There's this one track that I that I just play my like all the time. It's Immaterial by Sophie. Mm -hmm. Like so good. I mean that like she uses the autotune at one point. I remember playing it for my friends and they're like, that's too much autotune. I'm like, no, there's no such thing as too much autotune. <laughs> exactly. I, I think instrumental wise, it's just really a mix because like, you know, I, I produce all my own instrumentals except for Too Late for Love, which was on the um, the Midnight Moon EP. It was produced by Jaren Pan, Pang. I don't know. I'm so sorry. I forgot. I totally butchered your last name, Jaren. Um, first of all, that kid is so talented. He is a 16-year-old kid from, from Singapore, and he produces way better than I ever, like, could even dream. <laughs> like... And I don't mean to like put myself down here, but my God, like when I was when I was 16, I wish I had like the amount of talent that kid has in his pinky finger. Like, <laughs> I, I cannot say like enough good things about him. But yeah, so he produced Too Late for Love, and you know everything else was, you know, prime. It was it was basically just all me, and I mean my my production process is either like. I will either make everything from scratch or I'll just like throw together some samples and be like, this is kind of a vibe. Let's see how this how this will turn out, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. So when it comes to the EP, you know, when you're saying that like, for example, you throw in some samples, see if you vibe with it. In general, how long did it really take you to be able to construct this? Because like you said, you mentioned that there are certain tracks there that you've been working with. No Better, for example, you've been working yeah. with it. So I guess, I guess the main meat, I guess, of the EP, we'll call it. How long was that process? Kind of long. Um, <laughs> I mean, so a lot of a lot of the instrument, like the the interludes, at, or like the um, the interlude, the intro, and the outro, those were all made. I think maybe sometime last year. That was a, a majority of it, besides like maybe a few instrumental 
or like like actual like instruments like guitar samples or something mm -hmm. so that was you know me just trying to like work with synths and drums and all that kind of stuff on on fl studio um the I'm trying to think the a lot of the like the, the songs have vocals i feel like at least going forward i, I can't even remember like I, I know i know better or know better was like that was all from scratch <laughs> like okay wow uh, that because i've been working on that song the longest that was on um neon nights like the original instrumental yeah and then, you know um I, I, around that time i was like i can only use drum samples if i use melody samples it's cheating <laughs> <laughs> and, and I, i've just kind of like gotten you know more lenient with it because i'm just like let me make the vision that I want and if I can alter it in a different way so add you know my own twist to it I'll add vocals or I'll you know I'll, I'll try to add my own melody or something something different I don't want to like heavily reply heavily rely on samples but like for for a producer who's doing it all by himself it's it's kind you of a send at times yeah that's amazing that you know you're you're working from the ground up you know, you're doing it all. And I give you so much respect for that because that is amazing, of course. So the next part of this interview, I call it vibe check. It's like a speed round. So we're gonna go and give you three warm-ups. So we get the idea of the pace. So you ready? Okay. All right, blue or red? Blue. Early riser or night owl? Early riser. Dogs or cats? Cats. All right, we got the rhythm. Let's get into it. All right, yeah. favorite Cruella song? Oh, Ring of Fire. <laughs> All right. Ooh, you got that on the spot. All right. Who is someone you're trying to collaborate with? Dev and Cruella. What is your comfort anime? Oh, Lucky Star. <laughs> the best concert or festival you've ever been to? Cruella, New World Tour, uh, November 20, 2017. 2017? Right. Yeah. If you were to get a tattoo, what would it be? I had a conversation about this recently. Oh, oh, um, New World, right on my arm. Ooh, I like that. I like that. All right, what venue or location would you love to perform at? Toad's Place, New Haven. It's where my, all my old friends are, you know, around, and I would just love to have that energy there. I'm a film major, so I need to know, what movie do you currently recommend? Oh, uh, I just watched a movie. Oh, I, I was, I just recently, re, uh, I actually recently watched um, Captain America Civil War for the first time, because I've, <laughs> I'm a huge Marvel stan, but it, for some reason, that was like the one movie that I just totally skipped over. <laughs> okay, gotcha. <laughs> and lastly, what are you looking forward to the most after this pandemic ends? L being able to play something live. Mm. So before I wrap this up, I know you just released an EP, but are you in the works of another project that you can tell? I've started writing some uh, lyrics. I have some songs that were scrapped from Midnight Moon that just didn't fit the overall vibe that I just want to release a single. So I'm definitely going to do quite a bit of just like singles after singles after singles after singles, remixes, uh, covers, a lot of covers because I've been wanting to do covers again for so long. One of my friends, Tom, uh, has been requesting me to redo my Say So cover that I did about okay. a year ago. And I, I rewrote the, the second verse as you know with, with my own with my own words so i'm like i'm excited to to get that done and, and like I, I i was mentioning earlier to you the um the unlock it remix that i'm working on the charlie xcx remix i'm really yeah. excited to put that out awesome so i want to stay posted with any and all your future work where can we follow you okay uh shone k 
on YouTube is my is the name of my channel. Um, Shone underscore S underscore Caliente is my Instagram. All right. Shone K underscore TWT is my Twitter. Um, you can find me on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Music, all that. Awesome. Well, that's pretty much it for the interview. So thank you so much for joining in and being part of it. For those just tuning in, I got some bad news. You missed the interview I did with DJ and producer Shona K. The good news is you can watch the interview on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash WMSC Radio 93. Before I move on to the music portion of the episode, I want to give a quick shout out to the music team show, Tunes on Tuesday a curation of interviews and all-organic, non-GMO, free-range, grass-fed, and FCC-safe music. You can tune in every Tuesday from 2 to 3 p.m. or 5 to 6 p.m. Here at Montclair State, I'm a rising sophomore film major. Yes, a film major. And no, my favorite movie is not Pulp Fiction. Anyway, when I try to come up with script ideas, my go-to method is listening to music. So far, pretty much every script or short film I've made has been inspired by a song. As you can tell, music is super important for me. Not to sound cheesy, but it is definitely my fuel. In fact, every day I'm either updating old playlists or creating new ones. Since I'm part of the station's music team, I create monthly playlists. This month's is called Bittersweet May. It pretty much represents how I'm feeling about my first year at Montclair State ending, and how I'm already moving on to my second. Starting with Dreamland by Glass Animals, here is the Bittersweet May playlist.
feels like what makes a man Oh, it's 2020, so it's time to change that So you go make an album and call it Dreamland
You just listened to Sleeping At Last Song, December 13th, 2017, Gemini Meteor Shower. Fun fact, this past December, during last year's Gemini Meteor Shower, I captured my first time lapse of the night sky. Since it was my first attempt at astrophotography, it isn't the best, but I'm working on it. Coming up is Amber Run's song Affection, which lives rent free in my mind.
Show my teeth, they cut the floor The water's rushing under the door Couldn't wake up, couldn't keep my head above the waves I was naked, you fell wrong Inside my body, I got it wrong We were trying to make up, but I couldn't bear to Hear you say my name I'm trying not to think about it Push it to the back of my brain But I hear you screaming, shouting I can't even think of my own name All I wanna do is be alone Write a song by myself All I wanna do is be alone Lose my phone be someone else. 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 Issues still the same I'm trying not to think about it Push it to the back of my brain But I hear it screaming, shouting I can't even think of my own name All I wanna do is be alone Write a song by myself All I wanna do is be Someone else, be someone else, be someone else, be someone else, be 
be someone else All I wanna do is be alone Be alone Everything is changing all around me Caught up in the chaos that surrounds me Slipping even deeper like I'm drowning All I wanna do is, all I wanna Everything's changing all around me Caught up in the chaos that surrounds me Slipping even deeper like I'm drowning All I wanna do is, all I wanna do is All I wanna do is be alone Write a song by myself All I wanna do is be alone Lose my phone Be someone else Be someone else Be someone else Be someone else Be someone All I wanna do That was Frame of Reference by Drugstore Romeos. I actually had the chance to interview the three-piece UK band for an earlier episode of Tunes on Tuesday. They'll be releasing an album this June, and I can't wait to hear it. Ending the preview of the Bittersweet May playlist is Fine Line by Harry Styles and Caribbean Blue by Enya.
Caribbean Blue by Enya does not get old. Her music, but specifically that song, was my childhood. It also was my parents' wedding song for their first dance and my song for my quinceanera, which, by the way, I shared with my twin brother. If you're interested in listening to the full playlist, you can find it on Spotify under Yaz Uncensored, Bittersweet May. That's Yaz Uncensored, Bittersweet May. The first episode is starting to come to an end. Man, does time fly by when you're having fun, all while listening to some bops. But no worries, folks. More Yaz Uncensored is coming. It will be airing every Saturday this summer from 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Throughout the series, I'll have guests from not only across the nation, but across the globe. Everyone has a story worth being heard, and it is my honor to use this show as a platform. My goal is for each episode to pull a lesson from it, one that may change your night, or maybe even life if I may be ambitious. If you're interested in more of my content, I have a YouTube channel and Instagram also named Yaz Uncensored. Here's a clip for a sneak peek of next week's episode with TikTok star, Lindsay Nicole. When it comes to the music that you create now, who do you seek inspiration from? Who do you pull from to kind of come up with a new sound? Yeah, um, it's, it's kind of weird. I, I mean, I would say one of them would be Rez. Um, nice. Re- I love her music. She's so good. Yeah, she's really awesome. And I, I wouldn't say that like my music has a re- really noticeable influence from her. Um, I mean, like there's some like darker elements, I would say, mm-hmm. um, to my sounds that I didn't used to have before. Um, and so I've kind of just like messed around with the programs that I use to figure out like, oh, like how could I kind of get a sound kind of like she has, right. um, to kind of like keep my style more singer songwriter. Yeah. yeah, 100%. And like she collabed with, I don't know if I'm pronouncing her name right, Pivris? Piv- I have no idea, but the song Sacrificial. I love that song because like it has the rock elements and the EDM mm-hmm. elements combined to one. So it's like a perfect mixture. That so was a great collab, yeah. <laughs> it, it was so good. I, when I when it first came out, I was like, this is like the perfect blend because I'm all into rock as well. Like I grew up with rock, like Joan Jett, uh, Lenny, Lenny Kravitz, for example. Yes. So I was all into that. And then um, and Shiny Toy Guns. <laughs> Gotta pay respect to Shiny Toy Guns. Love them. So yes. March 20th of 2020, so around the beginning of the pandemic, that's when you released your EP, Evolution. So how would you compare this EP to your previous work? Like what was the creative process like this time around? So the biggest difference would be um, this one was 100% me. Okay, I awesome. Worked, yeah, I worked with different producers before then because I wasn't comfortable enough to like produce my own music mm-hmm. um, and go into the programs myself and kind of mess around. Um, and then, you know, once I was in college and I didn't have as much, you know, <laughs> um, money to like be able to offer producers like, you know, a way to collab. I just mm-hmm. kind of messed around with it myself. Um, usually I would get a lot of inspiration while I was like in the middle of finals and I just needed like an outlet to just gotcha. you know, put some creativity into something. And so a lot of the music that came from the Evolution EP was actually produced like in the most stressful moments in oh. school. Um, and yeah, that would be the biggest difference. I mean, it was 100% me. It was all the sound that I wanted um, Mm -hmm. because that was something that I struggled with as well was kind of like allowing producers to you know do 
what they felt would be right for the music that I made when I didn't necessarily agree with all of it. So right. I really enjoyed being able to um, do this one on my own and just have 100% say in it. Right. No, that's awesome. Is that whole independent creative freedom? Because that's yeah. when you can fully express yourself. Yes. So when I was listening like to the first EP Simba until now to Evolution, I feel like there's like a slight you know shift in genre, like a like a slight adaptation. Do you see your sound continuing to adapt throughout in the near future? Totally. I mean, yeah. Since Simba and you know going into Evolution, I started to listen to different music as well. Mm -hmm. I, I started to listen to darker music, I would say, um, which definitely had some influence on my sound and. Um, recently, I've just been like, I've always been into rock, but especially recently. Mm -hmm. And so I would love to have more of, you know, that rock element in my future music and kind of take it back to my roots from the band. Um, so that could definitely be in the future. I would absolutely love to have that be the next evolution of my music. The next part of the interview, I call it vibe check. It's pretty much just like a speed round, but it's to get the audience to get to relate to you. So the right. first three are warm ups. So I'll ask three questions just to get the pace of it. So right. we'll start off with the first one. Summer or winter? Summer. All right, skating or surfing? Skating. Clubbing or concert? Clubbing. You got the deal of it. Let's get yeah. into it. That was zoologist, TikTok star, and musician, Lindsay Nicole. You can hear the full interview next week during the second episode of Yaz Uncensored. Thank you all who tuned in into the very first episode of Yaz Uncensored. I hope you enjoyed it. Closing the episode is Shone K's Milky Way from his latest EP, Midnight Moon. I hope you all have a good night. Peace out.
through 